Swung on and there it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. He's tied the babe. It's a judgy and blast. Bedlam is history. We all know that. It's, we've known that. Because OU chose to follow Texas and the money to the SEC. It's okay. So now, we're having what I think are childish discussions, in my opinion, over something that's done. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. Hour three, T Row in the morning show, Toby and TJ we're having and John discussions. <laughs> hey, Toby. Yeah, go ahead. So a lot like uh, TJ, whose son has started a new school. My daughter, Marjorie, the older one, has started middle school. Okay. So the drop-off time is later now, right? Mm-hmm. So Same for me, now yeah. gets to, she gets to listen to that 8 a.m. T-Row play-in Oh, music. she loves it, huh? She loves the – I just want to – if she's listening, she loves the 8 a.m. T-Row play-in music. And she's like, how come I've never got to hear this? She's so excited by it, well, which I find fascinating because it doesn't excite me. Marjorie, have a great day at school today, all right? Do your best in all your subjects. Listen to your teacher and uh, be a shining example to the other kids. Apparently, she's killing it at Foursquare, which is still a deal. Love Foursquare. Which is still a deal in the sixth grade. Is that right? Tetherball? They still playing tetherball over no, there? No, they don't do the tetherball, but they're all, they're all up on the Foursquare. What like about wall ball? Do you ever play wall ball? Dude, I, was, I, I owned wall ball. Get those welts on your backside oh, and everything? I love wall great. ball. That, that now that's fun. Game. Um. All right, let's. Uh, I got a couple of things, and then we'll get back. I'm sure to the Gundy stuff uh, because you know it's just um, what was it he said? TJ childish. We're talking childish things. Childish conversations. I, have... I only hold adult conversations here. Can I critique one thing about Brent Venables uh, real fast? And you guys wow. tell me if I'm right wow. or wrong on this. Uh oh. Uh oh. Brown, Haver, Brown O'Haver's paying for this segment. So First, gonna, well, Dylan Gabriel, go, now the head coach. Not, people, you see where go, this is going. Let's not go too deep on this. I'm but. gonna well, I'm gonna ask a question, and you tell me whether I'm right or wrong here. He has said something at his press conferences multiple times now, and he said it again yesterday. You got to itch where it scratches. Have you guys heard him say this? You got to itch where it scratches. Should be the other he, way, he said right? Multiple. Well, that's what I'm saying, isn't it? You got to scratch where it itches. No, he's pre- he's preventative. He's so. <laughs> Brent Venables, Brent Venables is, is so chess. well. He is so well he's prepared. A, he's anticipating the itch. He, yeah, he is so well prepared for every eventuality that he uh-huh. itches. He scratches before he itches. He knows it's going to itch. This is a first. The door's being closed on us at Brown O'Haver because we're being too loud. I love it. That's the first time it's ever happened. I here. love it. Um, I bet that happens in the afternoon a lot. Well, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot anymore. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Now, now that the ref is on ninety four seven, you can oh. notice. <laughs> wow, wow! <laughs> it doesn't happen near as much. Um, that being said, yeah, no, he's just more prepared. He's more prepared. He's more anticipate. He's more anticipatory. Lincoln Riley. So you're probably saying he's actually, doing it on purpose because he just thinks that far ahead. You got to itch where it scratches. Everything BV does is calculated. Yeah, that's true. He's not reactionary like our last coach. He's not sitting on his heels waiting. He's for not something waiting to happen. for it to itch. No, he's, he's getting, getting out in front it. of it. Yeah. Now, Sunday is scratch the itch Sunday. You know what I mean? He's ready for it. Absolutely, 100%. It's the scratch. Either way. Yeah. Either way, whatever BB <laughs> yeah. said at this point, now that we're 3-0 and and we're averaging 10 Just points let it go. on defense, it's exactly right. That's what he needs to say. <laughs> he keeps saying it. He keeps saying you got to itch where it scratches. It. And every time he says it, I want to say, should I say something to him about that I analogy or just let it? So you're saying let it go. 
It's intentional. Alice, Alice wants to know, let everybody know he's so prepared he has BOH on contract, ready to roll. Brent Vittables yeah, does? That's how prepared he is. How about that? It's a scratch. That's amazing. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. That is amazing. Uh, according to Bruce Feldman, Nebraska has three top candidates to be their next head coach. TJ, Matt Campbell, Lance Leipold, and Bill O'Brien. Your thoughts? I would say they need to uh, uh, expand that a little bit. Mm. Our own Parker Thune says his Nebraska sources are telling him. Wait, Aranda Parker's is got in the sources? Running. Yeah, yeah, he's got okay. sources. Uh, he said uh, he tweeted out yesterday that uh, Aranda may be more in play than people are letting on. So add that to Boy, the Boy, you love hearing that. Don't I you? love that got hearing your that, attention. man. If Dave Aranda can get Nebraska back, <laughs> yes! That's sexy corn all over the place. That is some good looking corn. You can get it. If, if, if they're serious about if they're serious about Lance Leopold, can they hire him before we play Kansas? Is uh, there any way that could happen? <laughs> that that when you find yourself watching a Kansas game on a Saturday and saying, "Oh my goodness, these guys look pretty good," uh-huh. it is it jars your world. It really, really it's, messes you it's up. It's unsettling, isn't it? It's unsettling. And the thought that we almost lost to them last year, uh, and the fact that they're so much better this year, it, it makes me, I don't know, it makes me just, it, it, it's itchy and scratchy all over. I can't stand it. Yeah, scratchy and itchy. Uh. Is Urban Meyer off the list? He put himself out there on the pregame show. Uh, he was encouraging the fans on the pregame show. Man. He basically said, I can bring Nebraska back to prominence nobody, on the big noon kickoff. Nobody loves having their name in a coaching hunt more than Urban Meyer and Mike Gundy. How does that guy get his job back, Toby? Like, you're in the industry. Mm-hmm. How does a guy that's so squirmy and slimy slimy and mm-hmm. gross and not even that good at being a, a, a TV personality right. continue to get that opportunity? On TV or in coaching? I'll let you pick. I'll let well, you pick because well, uh, coaching because he wins college. He's football won two games. national championships. Coaching's at two a lot easier. Schools. Yeah, yeah coaching's a lot easier. Right. So on TV because he's just he big ma- name and a polarizing figure because of what you just. But he's did. bad at what he does. You, he gets a reaction, good or bad, and gets yeah, people talking. Right. So that, that's the reason. Oh, well. Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke says he likes playing on the road more than at home. Because the Hurricanes have a terrible home atmosphere. <laughs> I can respect someone doing that. Not, not what you want your starting quarterback to say, but kind of hard to argue, right? He's, no, he's, he's right. accurate. He's right. Uh, this more, is gonna, more should say that about their home crowds. My, I, 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 Miami is not going to get back until Miami builds its own football stadium and gets a fun atmosphere well, again. Well, that's, that's true. All the money, the recruiting, South Florida, the U, the tradition, all that kind of stuff, they got 20,000 people going to their games. They're not going to be a juggernaut again until they get away from the Dolphins and build a new Orange Bowl somewhere closer to campus. Isn't that what Aikman was getting at with UCLA too? Just build a 30,000-person stadium? Yeah. Try to fill it that way. Yeah, kind of take the MLS model where right. you, let's build a stadium that we can pretty much guarantee people will be at. Versus that's not an hour away fill, from our campus. Trying to fill seventy five thousand into a stadium that yeah. we're only going to hold fifteen. Yeah. 
7 o'clock Saturday night, OUK State. The Selman statue dedication will be at 3.30. Friday, TJ, Dewey Selman coming on the show with us Friday morning. That'll be very cool. Uh, He, Lucius, and Leroy to be honored Saturday afternoon, folks. Make sure you're there. It'll be on the northeast side of campus, the corner of Jenkins and Brooks. Um, And that'll be – give you time to get down to the Walk of Champions because that'll be about 4.45 on Saturday on the uh, southeast corner of the stadium. So get down there early. Got a night kickoff. It's going to be hot, okay? During the day, it's going to be hot, so make sure you're hydrated. But hopefully that sun goes down right around kickoff and uh, it makes for a pleasant uh, football game. You going to be there Saturday? Soccer games. Saturday night? Soccer. Yeah, a- actually, yeah. We'll be in Newcastle for a 5.30 game and a 6 right. o'clock game. So it's game. a sooner radio night it's for you. Sooner ra- well, at least for the first quarter, probably. Going to be a sooner. But y'all do a good job, so it doesn't hurt me. It Thank doesn't hurt my feelings much. to watch it. I uh, TJ will be there. He's got lower bowl tickets. I actually saw Dewey Selman at a Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. I saw Dewey Selman at a Chick-fil-A, like, I don't know, six months ago. And I felt like Kramer when he saw uh, Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the donut place you know what i mean yeah and i was like do, can i say hi to dewey selman i'm like all you hear about is that he's a nice guy but then at the same time you don't want to bother a man who's right. ordering at the chick-fil-a i mean this, you know he doesn't yeah. want to be chick-fil-a can be a spiritual experience and so i just started hitting the table and yelling woo hoping he would like notice me and come over and <laughs> <Woo>! yeah <laughs> come over and say excuse me what's wrong oh nothing sir i just wanted to say hi to you but uh he's still a good looking man i'll tell you what that statue i heard uh, Teddy talking about it yesterday. I hope it's ginormous. Mm-hmm. I hope it, that it's outsized. Those guys are legendary. I mean, Notre Dame has the four horsemen. You hope they didn't go miniature on this one and well, make I, it smaller than life size? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I hope they didn't say, hey, it's three guys, so we got to bring it down. So it, No, 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 no. It right. needs to be ginormous. I know what it looks like. I have no idea how big it is. Well, you think about, I mean, in the legendary annals of college football, you have the four horses. TJ, grow up, okay? <laughs> hey, no childish comments here, okay? Inappropriate. Um, you've got the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Okay, Mr. Wedding Night Stories an hour and now one. you've got the Selman brother. I, and I don't even know who's more. I mean, 50 years later, he's still the best college football player to ever play at OU. Leroy Selman. Yeah, you get very little argument with that either. No, there's yeah. no Even argument. Even the people who haven't seen him are like, yeah, it was Leroy Selman. Yeah, it was Leroy yeah. Selman. Number one draft pick overall for for the deal. They- Can I tell you the Selmans make no sense to me? How's that? Have you ever met any of them? Yeah. Sweet they hearts. might be the Sweet gentlest, yeah. nicest. They're the nicest people in people the world. People and family. In the soft, entire world. Soft-spoken. Pleasant. Although, I will say this about Zach Selman if he's listening. Something changes when they're in a, in a competitive competitive environment. But you think? Because on the sideline, uh, when I would coach his daughter, which I pretty much probably made her love basketball. If she She's probably going to end up being a D1 college basketball right, player, and I'm going to take all the credit for it. Right. Uh, but you'll be in a gym in Dell City with the Selmans. And again, nicest people in the world until the game starts. And you're like having to restrain him on the sideline for a game. I mean, he is getting after refs. He will get after refs really? like nobody you've ever seen. I have a hard time envisioning it's, that. That's exactly right. It was shocking. Yeah. It shocked everybody. He's a Selman. But he's a There's Selman. something it's like about something. The competition when takes over. you get over. onto the field or the court, something clicks in them. Uh, yeah. So as nice as he is, is as mean as he is once the ball is in the air. Because those highlights off. are not nice no. of what the Selmans used to do to opposing quarterbacks and running backs and offensive linemen. Well, a lot of 
Kevin Miller and I on our podcast, the Boomer Bevo podcast, available where you ever get podcasts. We actually talked about Dewey Selman the other day. Thanks, TJ. We actually talked about Dewey Selman the other day that even if you don't know about what they did, the impact still goes on. Him featured on The Best It Never Was. He was one of the best personalities on that whole documentary for Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he went down and lived in Mississippi for a year yeah. just to recruit a guy. I mean, the, 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 the strings of the Selmans that hold kind of our program together, it's just fascinating. And I couldn't be more excited. And I, but it better be big. It better be ginormous. TJ. We'll find out. TJ. We're about to find out. 3.30 on Saturday afternoon. Are you having a, do you have a scene setter for the display of the trophy? There is no separate... Selman statue dedication scene setter. Well, you got a couple days. However, that's a good the idea. Selmans though. are involved in the scene setter Saturday night. I mean, the there's a there's a line about the Selmans in the scene setter. I should say. So, is it for Mrs. Selman? Uh, no. Oh. But I have. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but I'm going to say it. You know the whole the the famous saying, or I thank guess it was a bumper sticker. Thank God for Mrs. Selman. Yeah. I think it's on the statue. That's fantastic. Yeah. There's nothing better in the world. I think that's on the statue. So, uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, break time. I'm sure we are way behind on the text machine, 405-651-3439. Hey, don't forget, if you're still one of the 103 alive on the mountain, King of the Mountain contest, tomorrow and Friday, get your picks in. Thursday and Friday between 6 and 9 a.m. Don't send it in today. Text it in tomorrow or Friday, the Hal Smith Restaurant Group King of the Mountain Contest. We're about uh, 25% of you who started the contest still alive. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by RK Black. You need help in your office, document management, network solutions, copiers, fax, printers, scanners. RK Black's your answer. 405-943-9800 or check them out online, rkblack.com. Been doing it for over 52 years. Air Comfort Solutions text line. The Selmans used to have the best barbecue sauce. They need to bring it back. Not sent in from Toby's number, texting his own show. Do they point. not make it anymore? Um, now that they say that, I don't know that I've seen it in a while. Now that this texture huh. says that, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but TJ, I don't know that I've seen uh, it in a while. I was gifted Selman barbecue sauce one Christmas mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and I didn't even open. It. Like it didn't even occur to me to open it. It's a display. It's a, it. Trophy. It's like a trophy. Yeah. So I don't care how it tastes. I don't know how it tastes. Or ca- I mean, right. I, I assume it's amazing. You have to assume if it's done with the same quality of which they live their lives. I bet it looks harmless, but when you eat it, it's vicious. Yeah, 100%. You know I mean? 100%. I bet it just slaps you around. So whoever's out there opening up their Selman barbecue sauce needs to be examined. Like, what difference does it make? Like, put that stuff up on the deal. Bring it Saturday. Get it autographed. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. And then put it back on the shelf. That yeah. would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, B.A. Boomer says Brown O'Haver's new uh, slogan should be, Brown O'Haver can take care of your itch before it scratches. I like that a lot. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. In honor of Brent. This one's an angry red emoji face saying, Toby, no BV slander. 
wasn't meant to be slander. I was just asking you if he was saying it right or not. You know what's so interesting to me, TJ, is when I was listening yesterday, he was like gushing about – Toby was gushing about Lincoln Riley. Oh, he was. And, and, I thought to myself, and I thought to myself, I really hope he doesn't want to gush about Lincoln Riley at Brown O'Haver, which he hasn't today. Yeah. But then he starts bringing the BV hate, <laughs> and it's like almost the same thing. And so I feel like the same right. emotions right now. It's like you know who you're supposed to not like and who you're supposed to like. Right. But I think Toby just wants to stir the pot and get everything buddy fired up. It's like, yeah. I love Lincoln Riley. His offense is amazing. He's going to go 11-0 and 0 every year. And it's like, oh, my gosh, stop. And it's like, <laughs> BV doesn't even know what he's saying in press conferences. He doesn't even know how to speak the English language. It, the whole thing is very frustrating. <laughs> I, I, ugh, I don't uh, know. Uh, Sorry. Ever yeah. since he snuck he's off a up. few weeks ago and went shopping on Rodeo Drive with uh, Caleb Williams, he hasn't been the same, John. I apologize. <laughs> did, just you no sh- did you go shop? Did you get your nails done, too? There's just no shopping in Oklahoma. Did you come back with black nails and whatever else? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the crappy part about Caleb Williams. The dude's playing fantastic. He has just played fantastic. The team is playing good ball. It, it makes me sick. It's unfortunate, but I, they look good. I, the only thing is, at some point, hear me out, Ref Army, is I want USC to go ahead and win out and us to meet, meet them in a bowl game in the play and just beat the living snot out of them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a part of me that says, let's just go ahead. You know a what? Playoff go ahead and win against out. USC? Oh, I think we'd kill them. Yeah. I think we'd absolutely hope. That would be so fun. I think they might get beat Saturday. Oh, I hope so. At Oregon State. I hope how so. Can you get, how can you emotionally be ready for Corvallis? You know what I mean? Well, the snake pit that it, is Corvallis, Hopefully Oregon, Oregon State is like his Iowa State and Kansas State, you know, because he could never beat those teams, so maybe he can't beat Oregon <laughs> State. I don't know. But anyway, long story short, yeah. BV's the good guy, Toby. Yeah. Lincoln Riley's the bad guy. I, I agree with you. I just wondered if he's itching what he scratches, if that's the right way to say the phrase it or not. It is. It You're absolutely it over is. It's 100%. Over. You got to itch where it scratches. It's 100% the okay. right way to say well, it. I've been corrected today, then that's fine. <laughs> Uh, does the playoff <laughs> expansion happen without OU changing conferences? Is it possible OU just gave OSU an easier path to the playoffs, something it hasn't done when playing OU? Uh, the playoff expansion is happening. It's a done deal. Well, he's 2026 at, asking, at the latest. Would, this have, would it have happened had OU oh. not made the jump and Texas made the jump to the SEC? Yeah, I think so. I think we were headed toward a playoff expansion regardless. There was too much money out there to be made. So, yeah, that would have happened. I don't think it's happening because of the conference realignment, if that's what they're asking. Yeah, I think it would have happened either way. Uh, bottom line, it does owe you no good to keep the football series alive. It's like a boy being forced to wrestle a girl. OU wins, great, they were supposed to. They lose, <laughs> and it's like Boise State all over again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's true jeffrey jeffrey my son uh had to wrestle girls a couple times because he was a skinny little kid in his weight class <laughs> and that's only funny was, if you know jeffrey jeffrey's, jeffrey's yeah. peering through the window right now you can was, hear himself being talked it was about so uncomfortable did I he roll it. did hated. he roll to the mat did with he, his fanny pack on Please tell me he lost one of these. No, matches. he absolutely did. Yes. If you're a girl wrestling, you're a good wrestler. There's no, they don't roll girls out there who aren't any good yeah, at wrestling. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Does that make sense? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you didn't just, sign up for the sport unless you've got some no, talent. No, no. The kid's like doing spider yeah. rolls and the whole deal, and it just. Jeffrey has now entered the room, by the way, to defend himself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, it was very – yeah. So, yeah, I know how off-putting that is. That's a great analogy because it, it is off-putting to lose to a girl. 
Don't worry, Jeffrey. Yeah. I lost in a, to a girl in a Taekwondo tournament once. It's all right. You can get past That's it. funny. That's funny. Hit me with a few more, TJ. What do we got on the text line? Uh, on this working man Wednesday. Okay, I'll bite. Why South Carolina, Toby, and not Missouri? Pods will be regional. I don't think they'll be completely regional. You could be right, but based on um, you know what people are saying and talking to Joe and stuff, I think they're going to try to also balance them as far as uh, how good the opponents are. For example, I think they're going to probably do something like this. Separate the teams into three uh, levels of the SEC based on how good they have been in recent years. So you'd have this top pool of five teams or so with the Alabamas, Georgias, Oklahomas of the world in it. You'd have a bottom pool with your Vanderbilts, Missouris, uh, I guess South Carolinas of the world in it. And you'd have your middle pool of teams with your Tennessee, Texas, Auburn, you know, that kind of a thing. And everybody would have one from each pool as their three permanents. Now, you're going to have your rival for sure. So Oklahoma's going to have Texas. Uh, Alabama's going to have Auburn, uh, so forth and so on. And, but they're, they're not going to give – they're going to try to make it even. So, making, so if Texas is in a middle pool, which I think they probably would fit in the SEC, then at best, at, then you would get you know one from the top pool and one from the bottom pool would also be OU's three permanents. So which maybe is- those are regional, but you can't make everybody regional. So I think there's going to be some situations where you're, like Alabama's three permanents are Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt, you know, even though they don't really have a history with Vanderbilt or whatever the case may be. Which is kind of what they do already in the SEC is try to balance that schedule so that their heavyweights don't really play each other all that often until they were to meet into the SEC championship. I mean, when's the last time Alabama and Georgia played? Eight years? Mm -hmm. Or when they hosted them? Does that make sense? So that they already try to balance that to kind of keep – right. I mean, the whole point of changing the way they're doing this, though, is so that you are playing every team in the conference every other year. So you've got your three permanents, and but you're rotating the other six. So you're play, at least every other year, you're playing every team in the conference. And every four years, you're playing every team in the conference home and away. But getting the three permanents is going to be the tricky part, to make everybody happy on that. They just don't want to make – like, who wants to be Missouri's rival, Right. Like, if you're Missouri, who's your three permanents? Well, you got an Arkansas, maybe. And then what? So they're going to try to make it, I think, that at least what they're saying, what, I, what I'm hearing is they're going to try to make your three permanents at least somewhat even around the conference so that the level of your three permanents, the, the, how tough they are, is relatively even for everybody. So South Carolina was just a guess. I'm just trying to pick somebody out. Who would be in that bottom pool? Maybe it is Missouri. Maybe it's Missouri. Missouri would be in that bottom pool. Maybe OU's three would be Texas. But I think Texas and Arkansas are in the same pool is the problem there. Maybe it's Texas, Missouri, and LSU. Or A&M, yeah. No, I don't know. Was a- is A&M in the top no. pool? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's you know somebody. Maybe it's somebody that's uh, one of the elite teams in the SEC. Based so. on the last fifteen years, Texas may be long in the lower pool. Yeah, that's true. 
Maybe. Uh, am I the only one that thinks Gundy looked like a Karen with a hair and with the, all that hair and visor? <laughs> okay. Uh, and the last one I have here: Hell hath no fury like a Gundy scorned. <laughs> I'm gonna make a point here. You guys argue with it if you want. No objections. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll talk to John and Brown O'Haver. Keep those opinions flowing in, 405-651-3439. We're at Brown O'Haver today. Brown O'Haver's where we're at. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, man. Fun show today. Hanging out at Brown O'Haver with uh, my man, John. Alice and John run this place. Well, Alice runs this place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, John gets up early in the morning to come be on the show with us, and we love it every time uh, we get to come here once a month. So, um, All right. You want to talk about uh, how active you guys are in the community here at Brown Haver? It's It's important uh, to you guys, isn't it? Yeah, so it's that time of year where we're uh, basically, when Alice is not adjusting claims, she likes to judge people. I think she would like to be... (laughs) I think her dream job would be like being a Miss Universe judge or Miss America judge or whatever. And so the only way she's been able to figure this out is we actually offer a Brown O'Haver scholarship uh, to uh, the golf tournament, the, lo- the local junior golf tournament okay. that your, your son's been a yeah, part of, my yeah. girls and, and Jeffrey were a part of. It's the South Central PGA. They put on a summer uh, tournament schedule. And play in Oklahoma City, yeah, Tulsa, Kansas. Yeah, it's great. And uh, we've done this. This is probably our sixth or seventh year doing a scholarship. And so uh, we just got all the applications in. So we have like 12 earnest seniors, you know, who have put their, their, mm-hmm. scholar, their application in and had to, write a, had to write an essay, had to get recommendations and I think Alice could not be more excited to get to judge young people and determine who is worthy and who is not worthy of receiving a scholarship. Like, I think she's so fired up she can't even see. If Katy straight. Perry can't continue, she would be good on American Idol. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, 100%. 100%. So that's what – no, but on a serious note, we're just excited to continue to be able to support uh, local awesome. golf because it's been a really it, – it impacted our family to be able to have that uh, – that outlet for Jeffrey to learn to play golf and learn to play tournament golf and helped him get a scholarship for golf. Uh, and our girls are starting to get into that. So we're just glad to get, it's cool when you get to be a part of something that you like, you know? Right. And we like, I like golf. I like being around the game. I like being able to support it. Uh, and so it's really cool. So we're all, we've offered a scholarship where our, the winner looks like they'll be announced in a couple of uh, weeks and we'll be able to put nice. that out and be excited about it. And, it's very cool. It's just one of those things that uh, Brown O'Haver gets to do. And because we have good clients that trust us and hire us and we believe we do pretty good work for them, it gives us an opportunity to give back. And you're good people. You're good people and you like being a part of the community and doing things to help the local community here. Uh, Don't be humble about it. That's a fact right there. I think so. So people out there, uh, if they want to sign up with you, uh, do it. But also... Just keep it in mind, folks, because if uh, one of these unfortunate situations like a fire, a flood, or tornado, whatever the case may be, hasn't hit you yet, some, it, it has or will somebody you know. And so when that happens, make sure you got Brown O'Haver at the uh, front of your mind because um, 
It's going to be very valuable to do so. And if you can't, Toby, give me just a second here to uh, – I'll allow it. To get it – thank you. No objection. I um, uh, want to make sure that everybody, listeners out there, are aware of the Boomer Bevo podcast, which is supported by Brown O'Haver. Okay. Brown O'Haver is our title sponsor for obvious reasons. But uh, Kevin Miller and I have been putting on this podcast since May. And uh, if, you, if you listen to us early on – you know, we were learning out and figuring out how to do this thing, but I think we've kind of hit a groove over the last three or four weeks. So give us another try. It's or, fun. Uh, yeah, it's, Kevin and I are having a blast. It's, it's weird to talk so much Texas football and to, like, have to research it and mm-hmm. look into it. Uh, and then They played really well against uh, Alabama. They did. They played good against Alabama. Their defense played really good. I think that's the biggest difference between Texas this year and Texas last year is that their defense is not a sieve. They're not just, and when so, you go to the OU Texas game this year, will you sit on the OU side or the Texas side? I will continue to sit on the OU Interesting. side. Interesting. Okay. I will continue to sit on the OU side, yeah. and Kevin will have to work that weekend. We've made <laughs> Kevin is on the schedule. He'll be answering calls. You guys should sit at the fifty and oh. then take a picture. That'd be a great like front cover for your podcast. It you would know? be fantastic. No, seriously, uh, I. It's really cool though to see you know interact with a different fan base. Um, and it helps that Texas hasn't been very good lately. But if they're good this year, mm. it could make for a really fun deal. I'm just – it's one of those deals. I'm already excited about OU Texas. I know that we've got three games to play, one game at a time, blah, blah, blah. But I can't I, – I think this game's going to be fascinating this year, especially if Quinn Ewers gets back. If he's not as hurt as we all think he is, I'd like to see them full strength when we beat him. I think it would be really fun. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back. All right, so back to the story of the day. Uh, Mike Gundy says Bedlam is dead. The two athletic directors say it's not going to happen once OU goes to the SEC, at least for a while. Mike Gundy says we all need to get over it. Uh, Your most immediate thought to Bedlam being dead in football for now is? Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. We made the decision, and I think we're happy with it. And I think that it's so much more of a story because Gundy had his – little dog and pony show about it. I don't know that we'd be that excited about what we already knew was the case. Yeah, it was already the case, yeah. TJ, your thought is? Are we on the air right now? Are we broadcasting? Sorry, yes. What'd you ask me? TJ! I was answering the phone. What'd you ask me? If Bedlam is dead and we're not going to play in football, your reaction is? Bring on the SEC. On See the SEC. ya, suckers. Yeah. I, 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 take, uh, I like what Bob Stoops said yesterday on the rush. He said, so be it. It so is it. what it is. Things change. So be it. Uh, it was really, you know, it's fun. Has there ever been a better voice of reason than Bob Stoops? Never, never. I would be honestly more upset if you told me we weren't going to play Bedlam in baseball. Because Bedlam in baseball is really cool. Like, it is heated. It is evenly matched. It is – I got great memories. I, Bedlam and basketball, I might even – Bedlam and football, we're not going to play it anymore. Well, they're competitive right. in those other sports, so it means yeah. something. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they did beat us last year, but I know what you're saying. Over the long run, um, it has been lopsided. But, yeah, so be it. We're, in, we're entering a new era where um, things are going to be pretty fun if you're a Sooner fan and if you don't get to play OSU every year. Hopefully they work it out on down the line. Seven, eight years from now, whatever the case may be, that it'll be something we look forward to, kind of like this Nebraska series. But, uh, eh, move on. I think it'll be interesting to see who, because Oklahoma's got to fill these slots now that have come open with the uh, with Georgia and Tennessee coming off the schedule. 
You know, those are coming up quickly. And what names can they get that are decent to fill those slots? Not a Kent State or, you know, somebody like that. An actual Power 5 marketable name as big as possible to still be a good non-conference opponent despite being in the SEC now. And maybe it's a Big 12 team. We'll see, but that's uh, it doesn't appear it's going to be Oklahoma State for the time being. So, But you know what you got to do when you're faced with a situation like this, John? You got to itch where it scratches. Yeah, 100%. You know? Be prepared and, uh, for it. It's exactly Any right. eventuality. Break time. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a show from Brown O'Haver next. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Well, we're bringing this plane in for a landing now on a Wednesday hump day. OUK State coming up Saturday night, Owen Field. Chris Plank joins us now for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. I've been at Brown O'Haver all day. Good morning, Chris. What's up, Tiro? How are you on this? Wait, wait. Uh, what, what's Wednesday? An Ogden Working Tuesday. Working man. Wednesday. That's right. That's right. I'll get it all. I'll get it all. Yeah. I'll get it all at some point. Yeah. Um, what an interesting day yesterday and parts of today are, are turning into. I feel like we're doing the same show that we did a couple days after Oklahoma made it official they were going to the SEC and the realization that Bedlam might not be played has come to fruition. So I I don't know. Can we go back? Is there an old show that we can re-air? Because didn't we do these shows before? Haven't we had these conversations? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not that, that. The funny thing about yesterday it was it became the dominant story in uh, Oklahoma and certainly got picked up nationally. And there was really nothing new at all, um, right. other right. than you know, I guess the fact that the ads had said something to Brett McMurphy was the only thing. So. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What did you think about the whole skit that Mike did yesterday up there? It's Mike Gundy, man. Uh, his his give a bleep meter is completely off the charts. And if I give him credit, if 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 there's one thing that he's been, it's consistent in his messaging. Right? He hasn't been a guy that has, by any stretch of the imagination, wavered. Um, even as far as at Big Twelve meetings going, I don't know what they're doing here. So. Uh, if there's been one thing that, that Gundy's been, it's been consistent through all of this. I I think you and I are in the same boat here, Toby. I'm a fan of Bedlam. I, I want it to continue. I want to find a way that it can continue regularly. I'm, I'm happy that it looks like it's going to continue in most sports. I mean, there's a part of me that, you know, wants to be petty and say, well, you're not going to play in football. We're not playing in any other sports, but what good is that? You know, where does that get in? Mm-hmm. You're right. Bedlam baseball is amazing. Bedlam softball uh, has been fun. Bedlam basketball is incredible. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad it it will continue. Uh, I hate it that it's not happening in football, but it makes sense. Here's here's what I guess was interesting yesterday to me, and I'd be curious to get your thought. It really became like a blame game yesterday, more than I ever yeah. remember. Right? Yesterday, right? It became well, this is all your fault. You got TV guys that are are are. are writing threads about how, how dare Oklahoma. And then you've got Oklahoma people that are saying uh, Oklahoma State is being uh, petty and not understanding that, you know, this still can continue. And I'm, I was listening to Rick New, and, and they're talking about it on ESPNU, and they're talking about it on College Football Today. So it was just wild to me how that finger-pointing 
was was magnified and continued yesterday more than I think we've had it. That that's kind of what seemed different yesterday. Is like this blame game started yeah. and. It, I, I mean, it's not happening. I don't understand. And both, <laughs> both sides are right. Both sides are, are right in that the, the thing that initiated this is Oklahoma leaving the conference, sure. Right. Uh, and now the case is that Oklahoma's saying, yeah, we'll, we'll play it if you want, and OSU's not interested. That's true. Right. That's true. So both sides are completely accurate about it. And what has the chance to make it even, you know, make it fun here is, over, we might continue this finger pointing for the next six or seven years until we play again, so that when they do play again, it's going to be off the charts. You know, like it's we talk about how genteel and uh, uh, how the Nebraska fans are so nice and all that kind of stuff. By the time the next bedlam rolls around, I mean everybody in the state's going to be frothing at the mouth with finger pointing oh, yeah. and hate. So it will be uh, it'll be off the twenty thirty is my prediction for the next. Uh, well, I think we got Nebraska that year, actually. So we'll see. I don't know. Sometime how, how in the future. How about you said yesterday, though? You said something yesterday, right near the end of your show, that I don't think people can can push aside here. What if there's a chance that you know these this Bedlam game this year does incredible numbers? And what if there's a chance that as the as the Big Twelve is negotiating its deal with um, with the or not the Big Twelve, excuse me, an ESPN or a Fox. You know, what if they're, yeah. what if they say we we'd really like this to be part of your non-conference? It's possible. And, uh, it's it's possible, right? And then mm-hmm. you know what is then, then it becomes oh UK. This this is so many different just petty back and forths that are going to take place from this. I guess is is what I'm most excited about. But I'll say I'll say more than anything else, it does sad me. I like Bedlam. Um, I want it, I want it to continue. I really do, T. Real. I love. You know, I love going there and seeing that full stadium. Um, I love coming here and seeing fans that, you know, say it's not a rivalry, but when we win the game, they're losing their minds just like they do any other time. I mean, it's just it's what college football is all about. So we'll see if maybe some cooler heads can prevail or if this is just, you know, going to be chalked up to Kansas, Missouri, Pitt, West Virginia, another byproduct of expansion. You know, I was blown. did you see Travis's tweet? I didn't realize how many times these teams had played out of conference in its history. I know we're going back away, yeah. but hopefully hopefully they can make it happen. Hopefully it can become like South Carolina and Clemson, these schools that have been able to make these non-conferences happen, even though they're not in the same league. Yeah, maybe that's the genius of, of Mike here and what hap- what's happened in the last couple of days is it gets so much attention that an ESPN is willing to pay a little extra money to make it keep happening because right. it's you know um there's a demand for it so i don't know i, I don't know if that I, i'm trying to remember if i've ever heard of that before in a conference contract negotiation where uh one of the television networks has said yeah we'll buy these but we want we want this non-conference game to be a part of it yeah. i don't know i think it's i think it's possible i just don't know that there's a precedent for that but um, maybe that's the whole thing here is OSU's trying to get a little extra money out of uh, – and kudos to them if they are – out of ESPN. To, all right, well, we're going to give everybody at $40 million or $50 million or whatever. We'll throw in an extra $5 million if you'll continue playing the Bedlam game every year in some yeah, form or yeah, fashion. Maybe, so, maybe. yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm not sure it means maybe, that maybe much not. to but it, them. Here's the, yeah, but, but here's the thing. is It's been a fun conversation for a couple of days, but – we're getting ready for a big football game on Saturday night. And I don't care that 
Tulane beat Kansas State on Saturday. We know Kansas State's going to come in here. They're going to be inspired and fired up. So they're going to. We got a game to play, and I know that it's. I know it's Wednesday, and I know we still have 72 hours before we get there, plus some. But I'm just. I'm excited to get back on the field. I think this is going to be fun to see this team continue to go. Where are you at today, Chris? I am at Carlstone. I've never been here before. Senior independent living. This is usually Ted's hangout. At, Where we'll uh, uh, be living next door to each other soon, Toby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You guys will be hanging out. So I'm excited to be here today. And uh, we got a big show coming up. We got a lot to get into on Saturday's game between Oklahoma and Kansas State and a full recap of the Brent Venables press conference from yesterday. All right, have the best show you've ever had today, uh, Chris Plank. Thank you, as always, thanks to so John and Alice everybody. and the folks at Brown O'Haver. John, thanks for hosting us again today. Give them a call, folks, if you feel like they can help you. Great people here at Brown O'Haver. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.